0: Our last and final dead talk, and before I bring Andrew up here and let him start, I just want to say a sincere thank you to myself, for myself and the, and the fellows at Verisage, uh, to, 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 the, to the guests who have, have shared your knowledge uh, with us. We are, we are so honored that you would, would trust us with this. I know this was hard. I, I probably didn't explain it very well in the email. Um, Probably still don't quite f- fully understand, <laughs> but, but I, I really want to thank you, and as we, we move forward in, in this Verisage Symposium event, you have taught me so much about how to make this work, and I hope the next time that you come out, we'll have improved this and made it that much better, but it's because you have been so willing to share with me. So, on behalf of me and the rest of the fe- fellows at Verisage, thank you guys for sharing with us. Our last and final debt talk from our guest, from Moore's Legal, Andrew Boer. Thank you so much. Ready to rock and roll. Thanks for having me on last.
1: Uh, if we, uh, in Australia when we run seminars, we always put the guy last who's uh, least likely to attract the audience anyway. You know, land tax on uh, road slivers or something like that. Um, I want to tell you, first of all, that uh, Value pricing has changed my life and my practice. Uh, I am at least double or triple uh, the financial contribution to my firm than I used to be. And I used to work hard and long. I used to struggle to get home to see my wife and kids uh, of an evening because the only way to make a financial contribution was to keep plugging away at my timesheet. And I was good at timesheets. Now I've had to learn a new skill, which is delivering value. Let me tell you, uh, first of all, that uh, client service is is kind of a no-brainer for anyone in the professions. Uh, That's why we make commitments, that's why we return phone calls, uh, it's why we have a service guarantee. Uh, But what about for those people who are not yet your clients? Do you give them service? I want to suggest to you uh, that maybe we should, and here's why. We had a mystery shopper experience at Moors. We wanted to know the experience of those people who were not yet signed up as a customer of Moors. And when the results came back to us, uh, to use a phrase that has been used, we got a kick in the balls. We said, ow, that really, really hurts. Uh, And we realised straight away, this is gonna have an impact on not just whether someone says yes or no uh, to a proposal from us, but it's gonna have an impact straight away on the perceived value. Uh, if you came to a firm with a time sensitive project and they were slow to get their proposal back to you, how does that make you feel? And so we realized we went through uh, an exercise where we identified the need for some client experience training. Uh, we went through that exercise and appointed champions uh, in each of the four teams that we have at Moors. Uh, Those people were not partners. uh, They were not junior staff who had little influence. They were peer leaders in the firm who would uh, work with the client experience trainers to come up with a way that we could quickly and effectively uh, take an inquiry and turn it into a conversation uh, that was useful to a prospect. And we came up with a four-step process. Here's what the four-step process is. it's kind of not rocket science, but it has really changed the way uh, that we get feedback and, and the experience of our prospects. Uh, first of all, a professional introduction. Do you know how many times you ring a firm and they say, uh, "You say I'm calling about a such and such type of inquiry," and they say, "Please hold." How long am I holding for? What's going to happen next? Is the same person going to take my call, or am I going to be transferred to another person? Who is that person? Is that person a lawyer? Or is that person an assistant to a lawyer? Or is that person an assistant to an assistant to a lawyer? We have a verbal exchange. We introduce ourselves by name. We tell them why I'm talking to you. If it's an assistant, I'm an assistant in this team. This team handles your kind of work. And I'm gonna take some details from you. Then I'm gonna transfer you to the right person. So reassuring for a prospect coming in. Secondly, when they do get to the right person, If that person's available right then, we find out more. We actually start to ask some probing questions. It's it's an echo, I guess, of the why this, why now, why me. Thirdly, we start to show them how. We give them that reassurance. If they are in the right place, we tell them, yes, this is what we do. If they're not in the right place, we say so quickly and point them in the right direction. We're encouraging our staff to ask questions. Have you thought about? I recently had a client call uh, who was uh, in need of establishing quite a complex uh, financial structure and he couldn't find a bank to participate. And I asked him a handful of questions about his uh, own financial circumstances and I said, do you realise you can do this without your bank? He said, no, I've never heard that before. Why has no one told me this? Lastly, we gain commitment. The, The last thing we want to do is to end the phone call with them not being sure what happens next. And so we've learned to say, this is what I'm gonna do next, this is what I need you to do next. I should have that done, or you need to have that done by this time. And if I haven't heard from you, is it okay if I follow you up? Closed probe question, always gonna get a yes. No one's gonna call your firm and then say, uh, no, it's not okay for you to follow me up. Unless they're a mystery shopper. We brought the mystery shoppers back in after our training. And here's some of the, the feedback that we got uh, after just having improved this one thing. Uh, they gave me confidence. I felt important. I knew I was talk- who I was talking to and why. It was clear that they'd done this before. And here's the thing that we realised. this Actually, doing things this way didn't take any more of our time. And even if it did, that's okay. In fact, most of our callers said they handled me very, very quickly and I didn't feel rushed. And so my question to you is, when you're called by a non-client, how do you want them to feel? If value is a feeling, how do we want them to feel?